0: Whatever you do please let your donor know that she's still needed because after all your mission exists because there's a big giant problem in the world and your donor has given to you in the past because she wants to fix that problem and if that problem still persists you owe it to her to give her the choice to keep fixing that problem. Helping nonprofit marketers, fundraisers, and leaders like you grow their revenue and impact so they can do more good in the world. This is the Build Good Podcast. Now here's your host, Mike Dirksen. Well, hello, and thank you for joining me on the Build Good Podcast. This is the show for people like you who work hard to build a better world for all of us. As you might notice, I don't have a guest on the podcast today. So things are a little bit off schedule, and today is a bit of a one off show. But I just wanted to hang out with you today, talk to you about what's happening in our world in terms of the coronavirus and how it's impacting everyone's fundraising and communications and their nonprofits. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're keeping the anxiety at bay and finding a way to cope with our new reality. I hope you're healthy and safe. And I also hope you are taking care of yourself because now more than ever, a lot of people will rely on and look to leaders like you to guide them through uncertain times. And so if you're feeling stressed and anxious right now, I want you to know that you've got this. The very fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you're investing in yourself to become a better fundraiser and marketer. It means you're invested in becoming the kind of leaders your donors and your beneficiaries and frankly the world needs you to be. So it, it means you're talented and you're capable. And before we go any further, I want you to know and remember that when this is all over, your team and your donors will remember you for the kind of person you were long after they remember what sort of decisions you made. So go easy on yourself, rise to the challenge, and don't be afraid to have the courage to be vulnerable with your team and with your donors right now. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to walk you through five things that your donors need to hear from you right now. Over the last few days, we've been busy getting a lot of donor communications out the door for clients who are really embracing the unknown and reacting quickly, and we're learning from our interactions with donors, and so I wanted to pass some of that along to you to help you and your nonprofit not only make it through these uncertain times, but thrive. So I apologize that I don't have a guest for you this week, but hopefully this will be helpful to you and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming soon. So here's five things that your donors need to hear from you right now. So first and foremost, if you remember nothing else from this podcast, I want you to know that your donors need to know that you care about them. They need to know that you care about them, that you're thinking of them, that you understand how they feel, that you know how anxious they might be feeling right now, that you know that they're worrying about their loved ones and their family and their jobs and their future. We know from research that Donors consider the charities they love part of their personal identity. Donors don't actually see the work that you do as something they merely support. They see it as something that is actually part of who they are. It's a physical expression of their values. It's part of their identity. Your cause, your mission is part of their identity. They're not a donor. They're, you know, a provider of education. They're a lifesaver. They're a good Samaritan. They are an environmentalist, a dog rescuer. Mark Phillips, who we're going to have on this podcast very soon, he often says, She is not your donor. You are one of her charities. So you have a duty of care right now to reach out to your donors and show them that you care for them, that you are concerned for their well being. And please don't take that for granted because frankly, otherwise you don't deserve your donors. Remember that you exist for two reasons. One is to fulfill your mission. And the second is to meet your donor's needs because only by meeting your donor's needs are you going to be able to fulfill your mission. You are the bridge between the the compassionate and the less fortunate. You're the bridge between those who want to help and those who need the help. So how do you show your donors that you care? Well, if you haven't already, you need to communicate with your donors ASAP, all right? At the very least, send an email. In times of crises, people who care about each other, they communicate more frequently. They get together. They support each other. They don't spread apart and don't talk to each other. And so if you can engage your staff and your board to pick up the phone and call your donors see if you can put some postcards in the mail at the very least send an email if you haven't already get something out the door now maybe you can even send a few text messages and maybe you can pull out your smartphone record a short video and send it to one of your donors and if you're not sure what to say I just want to give you a bit of a start feel free to to copy and steal this Um, this is something that we've been using for for a few clients and it's very short and simple and this is how it starts it's just dear joan i wanted to reach out and say i hope you and your loved ones are safe and healthy COVID 19 is a scary health emergency so if you're like me you're probably feeling a bit anxious about it all how are you coping i just wanted to let you know you're not alone now, maybe that sounds too colloquial or vulnerable or simple to you. Maybe you're writing this for your CEO and you think, you know what, he or she, she would never write that way. Uh, but to your donor, it actually sounds like another human is concerned for their well-being. And this, this is the time where we all need to be as human and vulnerable with each other as possible. This is not the time to hide behind a corporate brand or, or a corporate we You know, I got two emails yesterday from two international aid organizations that we support. And the first email was the organization talking about itself, how good their safety protocols were, how they were keeping their staff at headquarters safe here in Canada, and how they, as an organization, were going to come out stronger. Now, the second email I got asked me in the first sentence how I was doing. It was a short personal letter from the CEO. He told me that they were thinking of me. He wrote a few bullet points of how my donation was keeping their beneficiaries, not their staff at headquarters, safe. And he ended with a lovely thank you for my past support. Now, which one do you think that I kept and which one did I delete? Your donors need to know that you care. So please reach out with care and concern Do it once a week for the next few weeks. There's nothing wrong with that. You only have something to gain. You have nothing to lose by showing you care. Because here's the thing. I'm going to repeat this. When this is all over, your donors will remember how you treated them long before they will remember what kinds of decisions you made about programs and staff and finances. They're going to remember how they felt when you communicated with them and when you contacted them during a difficult time in their life. Which brings me to number two. Your donors need to know that your beneficiaries are okay. There's a reason your donors are giving to your organization. They got into this situation because they care not about you, but about what they can do through you. They got into this situation because they care about your beneficiaries, about the people you're helping. So after you've shown your donors that you care about their well-being, you need to acknowledge that you know your donors care about your beneficiary's well-being and you need to give them an update. So if you run a homeless shelter, your donors want to know if the vulnerable men and women in your care are doing okay. Are any of them sick? Are they being protected? How are they feeling? If you work in refugee settlements in Africa, how are the families in the camps doing? How are the children doing? Are you providing them with education on how to stop the spread? Do they have access to soap and water and healthcare? Maybe you're an animal shelter. Your donors want to know what is happening with all the dogs and cats now that people aren't going out and potentially not adopting pets right now. Or maybe your volunteers aren't able to come in and look after the animals anymore. So you need to give them an update. Now, maybe you don't have beneficiaries. Maybe you're an arts organization or a nature reserve or a museum or something like that. In that case, your donors want to know how your mission and your work is doing. How is your programming affected because of everything that's going on with COVID-19? Just remember, always, but especially in time of crisis like this, you should be looking at as many ways of pulling in your donors as close as you can and connecting them directly to your mission and your beneficiaries as well as you can, without you being a distraction. So make sure that your donors feel like they are the first to know if something happens to your beneficiaries. And that brings me to the third thing your donors need to hear from you right now, and it ties into knowing if your beneficiaries are okay, and that is your donors need to know that you have a plan. You know, if your donor is the hero in the story, then you are the guide. You might remember this from story structure and from the hero's journey. Every hero has a guide. In the hero's journey, it's called the wise sage. The guide gives the hero a plan and then he calls the hero to action. Now, more than ever, your donor, your hero needs a guide and they need to know that you have a plan. Not only that, but they need to know that you are calm and confident in that you've got this and by the way it's totally okay to not have it all figured out all right that's that's not what i'm saying here you just need to know what the next step is you just need to have figured out what happens now what happens today what happens tomorrow you don't need to know what happens next week if you don't that's completely okay if you're in a financial crisis right now, because maybe you depended on revenue from visitors or from corporate donors, or you had to cancel a big event, your donor needs to hear from you what your plan is. How, what are you going to do next? What is your plan to keep fulfilling your mission? How will you try to make up that lost revenue? You know, if you house homeless youth, how will you keep them safe during this time? If you run a hospital foundation, what is your plan to support the frontline healthcare workers and patients as we keep hearing that the entire system may soon be overflooded with cases of coronavirus? If you're a church, what is your plan to keep ministering to your congregation and serving the community? You know, I got this wonderful email from UNICEF last week, and the email outlined a three-step plan on how they plan on keeping children in the developing world safe by, one, providing hygiene and medical supplies to ensuring that pregnant and lactating women have adequate health care. And three, they're going to start new activities in some communities to actually educate families and their children on proper hygiene. That's their plan to keep the children safe. And that's what I, as a donor, want to know because I got into this situation to help the children in southern Africa, not to support UNICEF, but to support the children that they're helping. And again, your plan does not need to be complicated. In fact, please don't make it complicated. Try to come up with three short bullet points, which brings me to the fourth and really crucial point, and that is your donors need to know that they are needed. Now, listen, I want you to know that I understand you on this because I myself fundraise for causes I care about. I have an active donor portfolio that I'm responsible for. So I've been in your shoes and I continue to be in your shoes. And so I know that in times of financial hardship, in times of a recession, it's very tempting to stop asking your donors to give. You might be looking at the economy, you might see all the job losses around you, you might see the news about the people applying for employment insurance is skyrocketing. And you might think, you know, this is a really bad time to ask our donors. What if they're offended by my request? What we think we're doing is being nice to our donors. We think we're giving them space, but I want to challenge you with this. It's not your job to make that decision for your donor. You need to let your donor decide whether she wants to give or not. And there's actually nothing nice or compassionate about taking that choice away from her. Remember your donor is the hero in the story. You are the guide. And it's the guide's job to give the hero a plan and to call the hero to action. And listen, people don't give to you because they have to. They give because they want to. For many donors, giving is a key part of who they are. It's a key part of their identity. It's part of what makes them feel human. And so you'll find that many donors want to be generous even when they have less to give or when they are facing hard times. Now, I want to be clear. Your ask will be different than before. It should be different than before. This is a new reality for all of us. You will need to reframe some things. You may want to say something like, you know, I know that at the moment, your greatest concern will be for your loved ones, but I do hope that you're in a position to help those who have so few resources of their own to face this health emergency. Whatever you do, please let your donor know that she's still needed because after all your mission exists because there's a big giant problem in the world and your donor has given to you in the past because she wants to fix that problem and if that problem still persists you owe it to her to give her the choice to keep fixing that problem now it's possible that you won't get the same results It's possible your fundraising will do less well than it should or than it usually does because of the crisis. But if you stop letting your donors know they're needed, you are guaranteeing failure. And you could sabotage your future ability to fulfill your mission because the money you don't raise today to fulfill your mission is money you'll never recover. I want to say that again. The money that you do not raise today is money you will never recover. So if you think, you know what, I'm going to wait to fundraise again until this whole thing blows over, you will have eroded a lot of value in your donor file. And you won't make up what you lost. You'll be starting a few steps behind. And it could take you a long time to catch up. Now, there are some exceptions for this. If your organization has a large reserve, and if your organization is doing just fine, you may want to consider changing your fundraising a bit but don't change the way you communicate with your donors or the frequency that you communicate with your donors keep your donors close now the last thing i want to say about this is something that my friend who works in major gifts for for world vision told me when i asked her about this and she said mike our donors expect us to ask them now it's an emergency we're keeping the world's most vulnerable safe This is exactly the moment that our donors want us to approach them and expect us to approach them. So my encouragement to you is stay the course with your fundraising and appeals and campaigns and communications. Your work continues and as does the need for support and in some cases more than ever before. So I think it's wise to plan for a short-term hit to your revenue. I think it's wise to foresee that some of your donors just won't be able to contribute at this time. I think it's wise to plan for some of your campaigns to maybe not do as well, although you might be surprised. I think it's wise to reframe the way you ask, but I think it's unwise to make the decision for your donor on whether she can give or not at this time. She needs to know that she's still needed, and maybe, just maybe, this is one of the ways that she can exert some control over the situation by helping out. Which brings me to the last thing that your donor needs to hear from you, and this ties into the previous point, but your donor needs to know that she will be part of the solution and that things will be okay thanks to her and other generous donors like her. Remember, if your donor is this hero and you are the guide who gave her a plan and called her to action, your donor needs to know there will be a happy ending here. And that is a transformation that she wants to be part of. Don't get me wrong here. I don't want you to promise something that you can't keep. But I want you to promise to your donor that only with her help do you stand a chance together of fixing this big giant problem. And I want you to tell her that the problem can be fixed. And even if the entire big giant problem can't be fixed right now, maybe a small piece of it can. Alright, so if you run a homeless shelter, your donor knows that homelessness won't end tomorrow. But maybe for one person, it can end today. And we all know that world hunger isn't going away anytime soon. But maybe today, a little girl and her family arriving in a refugee camp after fleeing the war in Syria will have a healthy meal with the help of your donor. And that can be the start of a new reality and a different life for them. So put yourself in the shoes of your donor just for a moment. She's likely staying at home right now. Maybe she's even in a retirement home. She's reading the paper every day. She's going on Facebook to check on her grandkids. She watches the news. And right now, she is immersed in a lot of doom and gloom. And you have a duty of care to let her know that together you are doing something meaningful, something that matters, and something that will move the needle. Now, if she feels powerless watching the pandemic take over the world, you need to give her a win a way to contribute towards something positive in the world. And frankly, she needs to hear from you that when we get through this, we will be stronger than ever together. Her generosity will build a more hopeful future and she will be part of that transformation. All right, so just to recap, your donors need to hear from you right now. One, that you care about them. Two, that your beneficiaries are okay. Three, that you have a plan four that they're still needed and that they can help right now and five that they will be part of the solution and if you want you can make this one short email with five paragraphs right you can say something like joan i just wanted to reach out and make sure you're okay and healthy how are you doing right now I want to assure you that your donations are hard at work keeping vulnerable children safe. In fact, you might be interested to know that we're doing these three things to stop the spread of the pandemic for the children that you care so much about. And Joan, I want you to know that in these uncertain times, you are needed more than ever before to make sure that these precious children stay safe and have a chance to grow up and be all they can be. And I know things are scary right now. But if you can help and want to help, would you consider providing a safe meal and a warm night's sleep for these orphaned children who are also scared right now? Because you can be the reason that a child goes to sleep in a warm, safe bed instead of on the streets of Calcutta. And I promise you, I'll do everything in my power to make sure that your gift will keep as many children safe as possible. And that's really it, right? That's all your donor wants to hear. So I want to encourage you. Reach out to your donors today with care and concern, with as much humanity and vulnerability as you can muster. And like I said during the last podcast, remember that you were made for these times. You are a creative and resilient fundraiser. You will come out of this stronger than before. And please, please remember this. Your donor will remember how you treated her and made her feel long before she will remember what kinds of decisions you made about staffing and programs and finances. So be the calm and reassuring and human and compassionate leader that your donors need you to be. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. You can always reach me at mike at buildgood.org. And if you could do me a huge favor, if you like this show, would you please rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts? It helps other people like you find the podcast and it would mean a great deal to me. We'll be back to our regular scheduled programming very soon. We've got a few very knowledgeable guests lined up and I look forward to you learning from them As always, I'm your host, Mike Dirksen, cheering you on as you put good in the world.